Principal Amy, nice to see you again or talk to you again on this podcast. Hi, Jay. It's nice to be back. It's uh, better to be doing this regularly. That's good. I do like it. I do like it. And the last one we did with Jeremy talking all things uh, middle school was exciting. And um, it's good to hear. I mean, I hear a lot about what's happening in grade seven, obviously, but it's good to hear both from you and he sort of what's um, what's happening on the ground and, and actually the sort of philosophical and sort of operational approaches to it because it all marries up well. It strikes me that something interesting and special is happening in the middle school right now because they're, you know, they've been in school a couple of months and they're getting the gist of like being middle school students, that they are sort of separate, but part of what's happening sort of uh, SK through five. Like, are you noticing the same thing that there's a community generating over there? Yeah, there's for sure a community generating over there. And, you know, both the community amongst the students and a community amongst the teachers. Um, still lots of interest from the bigger kids to go and interact with the little kids. Sometimes you see them together on the playground or in the park. Um, lots of interest from the little kids to get over to middle school. We've taken them over. They had a peek of the tech shop and um, they were able to go over there and do a special math lesson with Jeremy. So that was exciting to get the kids into the building. So lots of excitement happening. And Hanukkah, Hanukkah provided a real opportunity for community where the middle school kids had their own, you know, their own event. We did all the concerts digitally this year and middle school had their own event and to distinguish it from the daytime classroom presentations, they did something on their own as a middle school in the evening. And they, you know, they prepared in class, they prepped this whole idea of miracles, light in the darkness, linking it to the work that they'd been doing in social studies, and then had an opportunity to bring that to their families in the evening, as opposed in the daytime, really as their own unique community of students and teachers. So we're seeing something happening. It's super cool. It's really fun. And there is uh, there are many key people in this sort of puzzle of what's happening at the yeah. middle school. We're going to be joined by Eric Cohen in a second. You want to give us sort of his title, and then we'll ask Eric to come on in and give a little bit of his background. Eric has come in as our director of middle school, and he's responsible for all things, you know, operational and lots of things educational and all things community building, school building, school life in middle school. Um, what I love about the way that Eric's doing his director role is uh, for better or for worse, he's teaching. Um, he teaches Tanakh and weekly he teaches Parsha with the grade six and seven kids. And so he's got this face-to-face -face time where he's really building relationships and understanding how they work and learn. And he's able to leverage that into relationship with them beyond the school. And at the same time, Eric's the guy who made clubs happen. Eric's the guy who makes sure that the tech shop happens. Eric's the guy that makes sure that, you know, the ships are crossing at the right time in the daytime and the nighttime that the kids are going where they need to go, that recess is happening. Um, and it's, it's great. Eric will tell you, tell us a bit about his background now, but Eric has brought a really new, fresh level of Judaic knowledge and Judaic life to our school. Uh, it's so neat to have someone with a Sephardi background to add some diversity to what's really a predominantly Ashkenazi culture and to engage the kids in a new and more mature way in their Jewish learning and owning their Jewish life and the choices that they make. Uh, it's just so cool. And I feel like just so lucky that Eric made the choice to join the Palpena uh, school leadership team. 
Eric, welcome. Do you want to kick it off by giving a little bit of your personal background before Paul Penna? Yeah, sure, Jay. Nice to be here, by the way. Um, Background-wise, well, uh, as you know, or you might not know, um, I've been a, a Judaics teacher uh, for most of my teaching career. Uh, that's about, I'd say, about 16 years now uh, as a teacher, um, ranging from grade two all the way up till grade nine. Uh, I spent some time in the States. I spent some most of my time in Montreal teaching what I love, which is uh, Jewish education. At the same time, uh, I also have a, a degree in, um, in uh, Talmudic studies uh, and as well a degree in uh, marketing. Uh, Eric and Amy, because I, I am curious about this, uh, we had Jeremy on uh, last podcast and we talked uh, a lot about high school readiness and, and using the foundation of math and building upon the foundation of math and all of that. I want to ask about um, uh, not only high school readiness, but, but Jewish readiness for what comes next in students' lives, whether it be Jewish high school or not. Um, you talk a little bit about sort of how you're preparing kids I don't know if the right word is Jewishly for what comes after grade eight, but talk a little bit about that because, and then actually, then we'll back into bar and bat mitzvahs because I'm sure that plays a role as well. It's an, it's an evolving process, right? It starts uh, from early years up until the end of middle school where we really want to teach students skills of readiness uh, for the world that we live in. So as I'm reflecting and I'm looking upon what we've been, what, what has been done so far in middle school, uh, everything from uh, our, I guess, our homework agenda, sort of how we distribute homework, how we get students ready for daily homework. As we know that that's going to be a um, something that's going to be of a requirement later on in high school. Uh, all tasks that lead up to, to creative writing properly and 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 reading skills. Uh, really, it's baby steps, right? It all starts at the it all starts at the early age, and we evolve. We scaffold one year after the other. Uh, and I want to use this Jewish lens just because when I think of, for instance, let's just say learning Tanakh, right? So the word Tanakh is probably obscured in the, in the, in the younger years, in the early years. But as we get into grade six and we actually have this curriculum called Tanakh, we, we don't realize it, but we've actually used the reading skills that they've sort of worked on for many, many, many years at Palpena in the lower, in the, in the lower school. Uh, and then we incorporate and we add other skills that will help them sort of learn texts on their own. At the end of the day, I think we want students um, to sort of help themselves, have the, have the skills, have the resources, the set of skills that will help them um, succeed on their own independently. So looking at something like Tanakh, for instance, in grade six, we sort of reinforce what has sort of been lightly introduced in grade five, which is Ta'ameh uh, HaMikra. Right, and that, that as we probably know, we probably call it colloquially trope. We only learn of trope when students get ready for a bar mitzvah. But what trope really, really does is first and foremost, it sort of helps us divide uh, a passage of text so that students are well-equipped to learn it more properly and, and learn it more independently. So looking at middle school um, right now, what we're doing is that we're really giving the students these, these skill sets to sort of set them up for success in the future. And in Tanakh, that would mean dividing up a text based on this trope or based on the Ta'ameh HaMikra in order to better learn uh, the meaning from those passages. And I think that's a skill that is often overlooked, uh, but it does feed into this concept of maturity, right? Becoming more mature about how you learn. And maturity feeds into the, to the bigger concept of B'nai Mitzvah, because really B'nai Mitzvah 
is a time in our lives where we can say, oh, we can do this. We're mature enough that we can learn it on our own uh, and that we have the tools to sort of manage that learning and guide ourselves through that process. I love what you said, Eric, about becoming independent learners and using their learning of Tanakh to guide their own study habits and really help them to self-regulate. So, you know, clearly as we think about high school readiness, we want kids to be independent learners and to be self-starters and to have the skills to look at whatever text they're given and think about how do I break this down so I can make sense of it on my own, whether or not it's a, you know, a Hebrew passage from the Torah or from, you know, another, another book or uh, Haftorah that they might read or whether or not it's looking at their social studies textbook and thinking about keywords and bolded headings and how that helps to guide their learning. So that's really cool. You know, we, we want our kids' Judaic learning to be meaningful for them when they go to high school, whether or not they choose to go on to Jewish high school or they choose to go on to secular high school. And so from a Jewish high school perspective, we're working with chat to think about how do we ensure that when our kids leave Paul Penna for grade nine, there's a natural place for them to go at chat. So we've worked with chat on what are their different levels and how do they stream kids upon entry and decided that what makes most sense is for our kids to sort of be targeting to place into the intermediate level so that they'd have, you know, they need Hebrew vocabulary and grammatical skills and writing skills and reading skills in Hebrew for their Ivrit course. And they need the skills to think about Tanakh and rabbinics and Jewish history with a way that they can look at primary texts in their primary language, but then think about unpacking them and dissecting them in English. So whether or not we're looking at Tanakh or we're looking at Ivrit, we're really thinking about how do we prepare our kids to place into chat along with all of their other peers from other Jewish day schools when those 350 kids converge on grade nine at chat. And at the same time, how do we use the time they spend in Judaics to ensure that they have learning skills and ability to self-regulate and work independently and executive functioning skills to be really successful in a non-Jewish high school, that it, it helps to build their, their profile as a learner, but also in, a, um, in their secular courses. It's cool to hear you describe it that way, Eric. Eric, I want to ask you a question because one of the things that is unique to having a middle school now is that many, most, all of the students at some point between grade seven and eight will be having their bar and bar mitzvah. Um, and, and that is interesting. And one of the things we talked a lot about in the, in the buildup to the middle school was how do we think about that in the context of school for the students going through that? Like, what are your hopes for this, that as these students sort of, reach that age, go through that process together as a group and individually with their families? Like, how are you thinking about that? Because it seems like a unique opportunity for the school, but also something we actually haven't done before. That's a constant thought. It's a constant thought in progress. And it's uh, one that we wonder about. And that I think starting the middle school was sort of uh, leading to the answer that we're all hoping for. And all I could say is just reflecting on what we talked about before, this whole idea of B'nai Mitzvah and, and what is it really about? So is it, is it a performance? Is it a becoming of age? Is it a milestone? It's all of the above. And right now, I, I, my hope is that we can actually celebrate uh, as a school or as a graduating class, let's say, each and everyone's B'nai Mitzvah, whatever that might look like. One of the things that I, I'd like to 
to sort of add or just talk about when we deal with this whole concept of day mitzvah and day mitzvah readiness is what does that entail? Like, what does that incorporate? And again, grade six, and for every other person who's doing a B'nai Mitzvah in the traditional type of temple or synagogue, um, would probably be learning about cantillation, right? Cantillation marks. Now we're using these cantillation marks as a way to learn text, as a way to give independence. Um, the units that we choose uh, when studying these texts, uh, the units that we choose when exploring very important social concepts through the lens of Tanakh, for instance, in grade six, we talk about uh, and we learn about um, what does it mean to be a healthy society, to help one another. Being B'nai Mitzvah is all about what can I do for others? How can I include myself in, as part of this bigger community? Traditionally, the idea of a B'nai Mitzvah, when I become the age of Mitzvah, I can actually make more of an impact to my community. So we talk about community building. We learn about uh, the book of Numbers, the book of Bamidbar, how in the weirdest of places, in the most dysregulating of all places, the desert, we've you know, we, we're actually trying to establish a healthy society. In a way, it's akin to sort of our lives, right? We grow up, we have our health, we, we have, uh, we have people that are responsible for us. Um, we have less responsibility. And as we get older, we gain more responsibility and more accountability. And we, then we get to this point where we can actually self-assess and, and say, what can I do not only to help myself, but to help others? In grade seven, when we get closer to that B'nai Mitzvah age, we, we study a text that is not Torah, right? We don't study the Torah anymore. We study a different type of Tanakh uh, book, Nevi'im, the book of prophets. A lot of times it's about social justice. Uh, and about what does good leadership look like. And that's what we focus on in grade seven. Uh, we look at different leaders and reflect upon um, leadership, different leadership styles. And we, we assess and we converse and we dissect and we ask ourselves, what makes a leader the best leader out there? What are good traits uh, that we look for in a leader? And then the students start reflecting about, about themselves, right? How can I be a good leader? How can I be a good B'nai Mitzvah, and really sort of shed the light for others. And so when I think B'nai Mitzvah, how do we get these students ready for that? We're doing it every day without even realizing it. It's sort of embedded within the daily life in middle school. But one day, uh, we're going to actually think of a great way to actually celebrate, celebrate these milestones that the students have achieved uh, throughout the years in middle school. I love it. What about the students that are coming to our Jewish day school not from a Jewish day school background, like how are they not being integrated, but integrating into that environment where kids, some kids have been together for 10 years and some, this is their first three months. Like, how does that feel both from a Judaic perspective, but also from a community perspective within the middle school? As a newcomer myself, I just have to say that this community is just greets everyone with open arms. I have quickly made, uh, built great relationships with my peers, with my colleagues, uh, teachers and students. And I see the students do the same. It's unimaginable. I could just tell you uh, out, of, out of the best feedback that I've gotten um, as a middle school director uh, and just as, as a teacher is, is a lot of thank yous for what, a, what an accepting uh, place this has been. And I got this from families that are new to the school. Uh, and then I always relate to them like, oh, I'm also new, right? And, and I also feel that warmth. So community-wise, it's there. It's just innate within the school. Um, in terms of skills, 
through Hebrew skills and, and Judaics, first of all, Tanakh is taught in English, right? Um, there is some Hebrew, obviously. There are some Pesukim, some verses that we want to internalize. And so they will be learned in Hebrew. And, um, and we work with students one-on-one, -on -one, especially those students who come from a different background to sort of um, to, to be able to decode and read them properly. But the substance, the gist of the, of the curricula is in fact in, uh, in English. I would also add to that, that there is a, a language that we all understand is this language of Tamea Mikra, this language of trope. It's nothing more than old school punctuation, if I can call it that, <laughs> right? And that helps us dissect something which is in Hebrew, let's say uh, within Tanakh. In Hebrew, the actual Hebrew language, uh, trying to get Hebrew language acquisition, um, we're very fortunate to have been using um, a, a curriculum this year called Bishvil HaIvrit. I have never seen a curriculum that is so diversified in terms of its tracking, different tracks for different students at the same time. Um, it, could be, it could be taught at the, uh, simultaneously. Um, I've seen these students that come from a school with no Hebrew, um, who they themselves have very minimal Hebrew in their, in their vocabulary, and I've seen it start to build up. They have some small group and maybe at times one-on-one -on -one instruction uh, with uh, resource teachers that really make uh, their day so much easier when they come back and listen to the same phrases uh, that they've been trying to learn in Hebrew, really acquiring a vocabulary um, that is expected of them. So again, uh, we're on this ship together. And so far what I've seen is uh, smooth sailing. Uh, a, few, a, few, right, a few waves here and there. It's always a little bit challenging learning something that is very, very new, but we have everything in place uh, to help these students uh, along. I love to hear that because that was obviously part of the intention of what we're doing at the middle school. Eric, I want to thank you for joining us on this podcast. Thank you, Principal Amy, as well. If I could just do one quick plug, I would encourage everybody, not because I'm being told to do this, but you should follow Paul Penna DJDS on Instagram. You can find uh, the school on Facebook as well because it's constantly being updated uh, with really incredible, not, not only imagery, but also storytelling by the um, always amazing Blair. Um, so thank you, Eric. Thank you, Amy. Check out Paul Penna DJDS on Instagram. Find us on Facebook, reach out to the school. Also, we're giving tours to the middle school for our school community. So reach out to Amy, reach out to Sherry, and we can find times to get you in the middle school. You can see the location, see school in action. We'll see everybody on the next show.